0: Hello, welcome back to Unapologetically James. We're here with another episode. We made it, we're alive. I hope that all of you listening are doing well you know, you're financially stable, your mental, you know, is doing great. If not, I hope it's getting better. You know, never forget that brighter days are always coming. Yeah, we're here. Um last week there was not an episode because it was show week and unofficial. Um I assume that all six of you who actually listen to this are college students. But, you know, if you aren't, you know, uh, at UIUC in the dance department, we had our spring studio show. Um, there were three pieces performed over three nights. Uh, I danced in February in shit. I'll say in February dance. I did dance in February dance, but I danced on Friday for studio. Yeah. That's how that went. Um and the show was amazing. Very um very inspiring. Um something that I'm I plan to carry with me for the rest of my life pretty much because it was a very rewarding experience. Um but yeah, that was Friday. Um, and Saturday, I slept the entire day. Um, I don't really participate in unofficial, which is unofficial St. Patrick's Day, for those of you unaware. Um, I don't really participate in those activities. Look fun. Maybe if I wasn't exhausted, maybe I would have tried this year. But, it didn't happen. I slept. And that's completely fine, because, you know... Sleep deprived anyway, I need my rest. Um and Sunday is usually the day where the episodes get uploaded because I usually record either Friday or Saturday night. And as I just said, the show was Friday night and I slept all of Saturday. So um there was just no reason to record. There was no time to record and also nobody was gonna really listen. I was out getting their life and partying. So there's that. But we're back this week. Um, We have finished our last of classes and we are getting ready to start spring break. God knows that we all need it because this has been a very heavy semester, I think, on everyone. I cannot think of a single person I've talked to that has not been stressed out this semester. But we made it. We're, what, halfway done now? So, give yourself a round of applause. Give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a hug. Write yourself a letter. Treat yourself to a nice dinner or a snack. You know, you've made it. You did well. Even if you didn't do well, you know what? You're still here. And they're still trying to make it up. And I believe in you. But anywho... On to what today's topic is. Uh, in honor of it being spring break and everyone is going home or, you know, in my case, um, I'm going to stay with a friend because that's been my dilemma as of late. Um, I thought it would be nice. Well, you guys suggested it too, but I thought it would be nice to talk about, you know, the people around us. Um, and this episode, I really have, like, no direction, so this is really gonna be me rambling. Like, every episode so far, I've been rambling, you know, pretty much. I don't script anything, but, like, you know, when you see a topic, and, like, people give you, like, subtopics of the topic to, like, talk about, you kind of, like, in your brain kind of already, like... Think about what you can say or what you're going to talk about, even if you don't exactly know how you're gonna say it or anything like that. But for this one, I was pretty much giving given no um no subtopics, you know, it was just like talk about the people around you, talk about friendships, you know, the good and the bad, you know, talk about your family. And I'm just like Okay, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with that, but you know, that'll make for possibly a more entertaining episode because who knows what the hell is going to come out of my mouth or what the hell I'm going to think of. Um, So yeah, now that we know what we're going to talk about, let's get into it. Let's talk about family. Um, it's kind of cliche to say, I think, but like, we all know how that goes. You know, family is not just the people you're blood related to. Um, you also have like your chosen family, um, the people that you've... I guess you can say you've grown with... And they may not necessarily be like... Oh, we grew up together down the street. Like, you know... Your family could be people that you've met in like a year or so. Um, but like... You have a lot of memories. Hopefully positive ones. Um... You care about each other. All those things. Um... Also, because sometimes blood relatives ain't shit. It is what it is. Um, I can speak from my own experience. Um, honestly, I don't know if my relatives. If y'all do, I said what I said. I feel how I feel. My feelings are valid. And you can feel how you want to feel about it. And that's okay. We can talk about this if you want. If not take it how you want it. Um, I necessarily I don't know why I said necessarily. That's not even the right word. I don't um, always feel that I have support for my blood relatives. Um, specifically uh, when it comes to the fact that I am a dance major, um, and that dancing is what I expect to be doing for a career, um, it is something that I feel they don't necessarily take serious. Um, speaking from my own experience, um, well, this is all my honest people. I don't know why the hell I said that. Speaking of my dance career, blah, blah, blah. Uh, when I first applied to be a dance major, and this was before I even took my gap year. Um Because for those of you who don't know, I originally wasn't going to take a gap year. I was literally scheduled to go to the University of Akron I got in I did the audition and all that I was literally set to go um, and I dropped out a couple of weeks before school started and then I took a gap year but I was set to be a dance major there. year um, for those who don't know what Akron is it's Akron, Ohio uh, but anywho when I originally was supposed to, you know, go there, I had a very huge fight with my father. Because um, he thought that I was making a stupid decision. Um, I don't know if I want to go too much into like being an art student because that's like, another episode that y'all asked me to do. But pretty much, he he thought I was being stupid um, and that I was shooting something that wasn't going to make me money. And um, that I was wasting my brain when I could be doing something like computer science, which I very much could be doing something like computer science, except for the fact that I hate computer science. And I know that because I took computer science in high school and I took gaming because I wanted to be a video game designer before I even knew that I wanted to be a dancer. Um, But yeah, we had a huge fight about that. Um, he didn't talk to me for a bit. Anytime we did talk, it was an argument about that. Um taking a gap year was another argument in itself. Um and even now that I'm like here in in my second year, he has never actually seen me dance. Um, he has never been to one of my shows. I don't necessarily know if he supports it, um, and it is what it is. Um, my mother, at first, was not the most... She never discouraged I'll say that she never discouraged me from being a dancer, but she definitely questioned it, um, just because, you know, it's that art student fear, but it was just like, you know... Is this really what you want to do? You can't see yourself doing anything else, you know? So it wasn't, like, discouraging me from it. But it was more like, you know, are you sure about this? Because there are other things that would, I think are better. But, you know, this is what you want to do. Then, you know, go ahead. Um, but, yeah, that was that. Um. The rest of my family... They didn't really take it serious. Um It wasn't until I literally had to dance in front of them that they realized that I was actually like a dancer. Which in my head didn't make sense because it was like I was already in college as a dance major. And you were telling me I was here in school for what almost an entire year or so. And yeah, I just thought that I was just goofing off. It was a little disrespectful. Um, but yeah, that's that's that, you know. They didn't take it serious. If I'm being honest, I'm being 100% honest. I kind of feel like they take it a little more seriously because they think that I can make money off of it. And I kind of think that they expect me to be, you know the family member that makes it big and then kind of takes care of everyone else and uh, honestly I'm sorry that's not who I am um if I make it big I I mean I'll be nice and share my wealth if I get wealth you know but I'm not gonna be the one to take care of everyone that's not fair to me why did I work my ass off to get big and make money and you guys just get the leech off of it. I just don't think that's right. I mean, don't get me wrong. College is not for everyone. Um, Everyone can have a career in Everyone can have a, you know, a career that makes a lot of money. Because, hell, this career probably won't make me a lot of money. But if it does, why should I have to take care of everyone else? You know, I can share you know, you should still have your own. You shouldn't rely on me. Because I'm not relying on your else. And frankly, if we're being completely honest, I'm doing this all right now on my own. Because I don't get a lot of support from my family. No one really calls and checks up on me. There's maybe, like, one person besides, you know, my mother. um, That will, like, just text me and see if I'm okay or, you know, if I need anything or every now and then will, you know, give me financial support, but um, in general, I just kind of am on my own out here. I'm fending for myself. You know, no one pays my tuition. Uh, I'm covered by scholarship, and if I wasn't, I probably wouldn't be here because I would have to rely on my own money to pay through college. Um, I pretty much purchase my own books and all that shit. When all that comes around, and if something happens where I happen to owe school money, that usually comes out of my own pocket. Uh, I may be able to ask my father, um, for a little bit of money. Um, I don't typically like to do that because he's. One of those people that likes to throw shit back in your face, and I'm just not here for it. Um, and just in general, it was like really one earlier this year, my sophomore year, I had to buckle down and go in the family group chat and ask for money, and that was the situation, you know. It's like, hey, I'm the broke college student here, you know. Can you lend me some money to get my books? And I definitely know that a lot of people saw my message and not a lot of people responded. But I'm not going to hold it against them, you know. It is what it is. Um, and that's why we have chosen families. Um, and these are usually not blood relatives; they're your friends, um, people that you've grown very close with. And I am very fortunate to have been able to have um, chosen families. And I say families plural because they're they're not connected to each other. But I'm a part of multiple. Um, there's my high school family, um, there's, what, five of us, and I'm very grateful that I am still close with these people, um, literally when I was going to be stranded here at the end of the semester, um, because COVID had, what was it, Omicron came out and just, I had to wipe out the population, pretty much, and my entire family, blood family, pretty much was infected, and I couldn't go home. You know, they came through for me. Um, one of them drove two hours to come get me, and then drove three hours back because I was going to stay with one of the, you know the other family members. That I went to stay at their apartment. And I was there for two weeks, I believe. Um, So I'm very fortunate for that. And then now in college, I am fortunate to have my class and, you know, the extended members of our class. We have our honorary members um, that... No, I'm very fortunate that I got to meet these people and that I am um, close with them because they very much are my lifeline in college. Um, if it wasn't for them I probably would have dropped out by now because this shit is for the birds. But um, they've come through for me multiple times. Like I said I'm about to spend spring break with one. Um, I was with the same friend when I had to come back a week early and, you know, I was basically fighting with the school to, you know, have them pay for me to, you know, live here. Um, because the dorms weren't open yet. Um, then there was another friend who during Thanksgiving break when I basically had no way to go home at the time, I got to stay with him and his family and they like paid my way for the entire week, even though I very much didn't need them to, and I very much didn't want them to, um, but they did, and I got them. meet, you know, their extended family and all that, and it was very, I was very grateful for that experience, you know, you know, I had times during that week where I definitely struggled, but it was, overall, I'm grateful for the experience, you know. Very grateful to you know, at least have had somewhere to be and to be with people that I know care about me. Um, and I feel like one of the best parts about you know, having chosen a chosen family is you know, there are things sometimes that you can't go to your blood, blood like you, we all know the saying, usually, it's usually like your parents, you know. You can tell me anything, we can talk about anything, but you know you can't. There are certain things that you don't talk to them about. There's certain things you have to keep to yourself or go to others about, and that's where your chosen family comes in, you know? I'm not going to go talk to my mother about, you know, sexual experiences or, like, I don't know, sometimes, like, traumatic things. You don't want to go to, like, your mother, because now she's going to worry or... She's like, oh my god, I didn't raise you like this. And you know, you don't want to deal with that. So, that's where your chosen family comes in. And I'm thankful for that. And I've been rambling for like 15 minutes now. And I honestly don't know what the hell I've been talking about. Or you know, if any of this made sense. Or if you're even listening. But you know, that's that. And I guess we can go deeper into friendships now. So Yeah on to the next So like I guess I'm expected to talk about like the good, the bad and the ugly of friendships. Um Yeah, I don't really know what I I mean, I haven't I haven't known where the hell I was going with this since I started this. Like, I really don't know where the hell I'm going with this. Because, like, I don't want to be, like, specific and be messy. But, like, people want examples. <laughs> At least I like examples. Um, <sighs> Friendships. Okay. So, I feel like... I guess for me personally, one of my issues when it comes to friendships is that sometimes I bite my tongue and I don't speak about the things that bother me. And I know that's just not a me thing. That's multiple people do it. But I do believe that when things bother me or that I find an issue with something that someone is saying or doing, I may not necessarily address it. Um, yeah, that's a thing that I do. It's definitely a thing I do. Um for example um as stated in the very first episode I have very bad abandonment issues and that I constantly question my place in other people's lives Um, But the thing about me is I refuse to be that person that is like always in your face. Like, do you like me? Do you care about me? Are you for real about this friendship? You know, I refuse to be that person. Because even though my I don't want to say fucked up brain, but like, it's a little fucked up, my kind of fucked up brain, you know, tells me that a lot of people only keep me around for what they can get out of it, and that, um, I am not really an important person in anyone's lives, um, I know that that is a false narrative. I may not necessarily be able to stop it all the time, but I do know subconsciously that when I'm thinking like that, those are intrusive thoughts and that they are not a reflection of reality. Um, but at the same time i do recognize that my fear is still valid and i can i mean this kind of goes back to family i think um i have not necessarily always felt like i belonged with my family, or that, um, I was, like, an important member, or that I wasn't forgetful when it came to being in my family, and I think that's kind of, like, partially where the abandonment issues, and, like, the questioning starts, and then there was a period in time where, um... It's kind of a mental block now, but I feel like, I think there was a period of time where, like, my father just was not, um, the most present in my life as he could have been. Um, and I think that kind of affected me, especially because there was a point, um, where he was, with someone and they had a kid and yada 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 and like my stuff I still had stuff at his house and the kid would somehow end up playing with my shit and I was like what the fuck? You know, I would I mean I was like 10 so like I didn't say what the fuck but like 21 year old James would have been like what the fuck uh, but, yeah, those kind of things, I think, like, kind of push the abandonment issues. And then, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Mental health. It's a fucked up thing. It's a fight. But we were making it. And, yeah. So, abandonment issues. Fear of being forgotten. Fear of being left behind of not having an important place for lives, so that's the thing. Um and I think because of those fears that I I don't speak up about things that are bother me because when if you speak up then there is that chance um, of a fight or an argument which leads to them leaving. Which is very fucked up because, you know, you should be able to speak to your friends and speak freely and say what is bothering you and say what is wrong. And, you know, you should be able to, especially at, like, my age, at 21, you know, young adulthood, You should be able to speak about issues and, you know, as adults come to, you know, a conclusion, whether it's to agree to disagree or, you know, a compromise or something like that. Those should be a thing, but I am just personally so afraid of being left behind that I just let shit slide. Um... It'll bother me. So that's to my core. Um, Every time I'll be pissed at people. I don't want to be bothered. Um, and I just kind of bottle it up. Which is toxic. Um, I don't really explode on other people. I usually take it on myself. Once again, toxic. Um, But it's, it's something I'm working on. But, yeah, I just, I don't really address issues when it comes to friendships. Like right now, you know, there is something, there is a friend that I am not necessarily seeing eye to eye with, with some of the decisions that they're making. Um, And I feel as though I can't necessarily... Have a conversation with them. Which is. Very. um, Disorienting. Because. This is someone that I consider. A very close friend. But it's like. Why do I consider this person. A close friend. Yet I don't feel comfortable enough. To have a conversation with them. About things that they are doing. That I feel. bother me. Um. Yeah, some shit right there. <laughs> I just had to collect my thoughts for a second, oh, sorry, guys. But um, yeah, that's like it's something that I just like think about a lot. Like you know, you don't. I don't want to get left behind. Cause that's a shitty feeling and. It's happened before not too long ago actually. Um where basically the friend group that I was with all through high school we fell out. And even though I'm rekindling well, I don't I don't know. We're working on our relationship, I'll say that one of the people in the group that I was with. We're working on our relationship and our friendship and, you know, record with each other. We can have a small conversation but we don't have any you no know, but like yeah, the other people in the group I still don't talk to. We still and even with this person like I'm we can the friendship, we haven't addressed the situation that happened. Um but basically in this situation, um we got into a dilemma that blew up and I spoke my mind a bit but I never like and I, you know, I'll take a little fogness too I should have went directly to them and said what was bothering me but I just kind of like tiptoed around it um But it blew up into something that was much bigger than what I think it needed to be. Um, and I feel like on the same part on their end, they had things that they felt that I was doing that bothered them, and I guess they never addressed it. So when the whole situation blew up, even though I didn't necessarily, like, go after them in that way, they kind of came after me, um... so then it, it just kind of became like this, back and forth, of like, well, I felt this way about you for XYZ time, and, well, this is how I feel about you guys for XYZ, and, in the end, um, I was basically excluded from the friend group, and, i and at that time, I felt that I didn't really have a chance to fully explain why I was feeling what I was feeling. Um, and my abandonment issues, like, I don't know, like the feeling that I got up from, Oh, how do I wear this? The feeling of being abandoned in that moment overwhelmed me. And I became very irrational. That's how I say that. Um, and I did have very dark thoughts when it happened. Um... I mean, I got over it kind of fast, but not really. I just kind of ignored it until it bubbled over again. And then I confronted the problem. But, like, when when that moment when it happened, I became very irrational and I had very dark thoughts. And then I kind of didn't, like, suppress the dark thoughts. I shut off my feelings towards, um that feeling of being abandoned until I like had to confront it and now I'm fine with what happened, you know. But the time was I was very fucked up when it happened to me at the time. And like I guess that fear of it happening again is why I'm not, you know, saying my peace I guess, um with what is going on. But yeah. Moral of the story, guys, just, like, if your friends are bothering you or they're doing something that, you know, may not necessarily make you feel good or appreciated, blah, 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 say, say, speak your mind. You know, I'm going to be a hypocrite right now because, you know, I'm not doing it, but I'm going to tell you to do it. Don't be like me. Um, I make life harder harder for myself sometimes. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> I should do it. I shouldn't even be doing it. So you don't do it. Um, listen to me. I'm smarter than I seem. I'm just smarter for other people than I am for myself. Um, yeah. But, like, the good side of friendship is, you know, the chosen family shit that I mentioned. You know, just having those people that you can go to. And then all the memories that you're going to make with your friends. It is like the most breathtaking experiences of the world just remembering all the shit that you and your friends get to do just knowing that there are people outside of your blood relatives that you don't know, care about you. they come from different backgrounds they have different experiences um, yeah it's just amazing. But tell them when they're bothering you. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Yeah, there's that. First and foremost, if you're still listening this far... I appreciate you, even though I don't know why the hell you are listening to me talk this long. Um, cause I'm, i mean, this is literally just me talking to myself and getting what's on my brain out, um, so that I don't, you know, think that I'm going feral when I'm talking to myself in my room all the time at like three o'clock in the morning. But anywho, yeah, I appreciate you and I love you and thank you and you're amazing and. I hope that you have a beautiful life. And blase, blase. But um, I am going to talk about one more thing. I'm not going to talk about relationships. Because that's going to go in like the love episode. That people want me to talk about. And all that jazz. But I do want to talk about home. H-O-M-E. And the feeling of home. Because that is something that I found myself exploring a lot lately Um, I don't know I lived in one house my entire life Um, and the thing is I do not have any emotional connection to the physical form of a home but the feeling of home itself is something that I do have this attachment to. And I wonder if that's a thing for other people. Um, For me specifically, one thing that I've been struggling with is I... Okay, so I... Not to take away from people who are actually dealing with this. This is a very serious thing, you know. And I wish those people all the best. But I've been feel, having this feeling of, like, homelessness. Um, Over the past... What? Year or so. Yeah. Because we moved the, the day before I came here. Sophomore year. So, this past year has been, like this overwhelming feeling of homelessness. And I think it's because, you know, I'm used to having my own space and, you know, coming home and there's my mom and my sister and we're in our place that we're comfortable in and, you know, it's the three of us and You know, life is simple and yada, yada, yada. And with moving, I have been struggling to find that feeling of being comfortable again. Especially because I've been with other people now. Um, I no longer live with my mother and sister. Um, I've been with two different friends no, three different friends um and I have lived with an aunt um and despite the fact that all of these people and their families say to me that you know their home is my home and to make myself comfortable and you know I can go in the fridge and eat whatever I want, and yada, 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 and all those things. I... Haven't found myself feeling fully comfortable yet. Uh, I just... I think I've talked about this kind of before, but, like, you know, I... I don't want to disrupt, uh their feeling of home. So I stay out of the way. I don't necessarily speak. Um, literally, um, I will pretty much seclude myself to whatever room that I am being put in. Uh, and I won't speak unless spoken to. I don't, even though I'm offered to eat whatever I want out the I won't touch it. Um... And if that results in me, like, starving, it is what it is, um, like, if you, like, offer me food, I will, like, hesitate, but I'll take it, but, like, to just, like, go in someone someone else's fridge, and just like, you can eat whatever you want, and, like, I'll just go in there, like, oh, I'll take this, you know, that's not something that I'm going to do. I don't feel comfortable doing that, because it's, it's not mine, you know, um, But, like, yeah, I just haven't been having that home feeling as late. And I feel like everyone needs that home feeling. You know, you should be able to get home. And I say that in quotes because, like, I don't know if you necessarily want to call it, like, home. But, like, you should be able to get to, like, your physical space and feel at home. That's something I feel like everyone should have, and that's not something I have necessarily right now. Um, being at my aunts despite that, being my family and, you know, her being in my life, my life the entire time I've been on this earth, um, that it's not my home. <laughs> I do not, you know, I don't feel comfortable asking for things I don't feel comfortable like even asking to go out Um, I stay in that stay in the room in the back because that is my room there and I keep the TV low if I'm listening to something on my phone I'm putting on headphones you know I don't really explore the house even though like I've been there 50 million times I don't explore the house. I don't touch anything. Um, when I'm at my friend's place, it's like I'm really secluded. I stay in, in the room. I don't speak unless spoken to. Um, I kind of don't know how to say no to things. You know, it's like if you you want to go somewhere, blah, 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 I'm going here. You do you would come? I was like... I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of following around, kind of like, you know, a lost puppy, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like everyone should have a home, and I just don't have that right now, but I want to get it eventually, um, I'm like, being I in mean, my dorm right now is kind of home, it's not really home, but it's kind of, kind of that feeling, we'll see, because I just know that I'm, it's not a permanent thing, I'm not gonna stay here, which, I mean, no place is permanent, but, like, you know, when you've been in one place for 20 years, and, like, you know, that's kinda permanent, even though it's, that wasn't permanent, but it's, it felt permanent, and, like, this really doesn't feel permanent, because, like, you know, I have to, even, like, for breaks, it's, like, you know, I get kicked out for breaks, (laughs) so it's not, like, a home home, but, yeah, that is the last thing I kind of want to talk about. Um, this entire episode has really just been rambling. Um, I am so sorry. If you listen to this all the way through, I am so sorry. Um, I shouldn't be apologizing. It's called Unapologetically Changed. I shouldn't be apologizing, but you know, I'm going to say sorry. That's how I am. I'm not going to apologize for being how I am, but I am going to apologize for making you listen to me this long rambling about, you know, random shit, I don't even know if this episode, like, even makes sense, and I don't listen back to these, because, like, if I do, I'm gonna wanna change shit, I just post them and go about my day, but yeah, that's that, that's the episode, um, with this week being spring break and me not being, like, in my dorm room, I don't necessarily know if there will be an episode next week. Maybe it'll be another week break and then I'll come back again. But, um, we'll see. Maybe I'll, like, me and that friend will, like, you know, do a collab episode. Maybe. You know, I talked about having guests on that show. So, maybe maybe that'll be, like, the first, like, guest episode. And we'll, like look at the topics and, you know, see what we want to talk about, you know, see what's going on in the news, you know, not the news news, like, pop news, you know, we'll see what's going on there, but, you know, you'll know if, you know, you don't see a post that there's not an episode, but with that, yeah, thank you for listening, if you listened all the way through, um, I appreciate you. I hope that, you know, you have a wonderful day or night or evening or whatever time of day it is. Wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, um, know that you are loved and you are appreciated. Um, yeah. Bye.